Good morning, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in to Thoughts of Myself Podcast, man. Hey, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I did, man. Let's get straight to the business, though. Did y'all see the fight? I'm not talking about the the no MMA. I'm not talking about no boxing, no USC. I'm talking about that fight between Rondo, Chris Paul, Ingram, the fight between the Rockets. And the Lakers. Now, if you've been sleeping under a rocker, you don't follow basketball. Uh, in the game the other night, Saturday night, I believe it was Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday night. Ray John Rondo and Chris Paul. Chris Paul of the, who does he play for? The Houston Rockets. And Rondo of the Los Angeles Lakers got into some fist cuffs, man. Now, it was reported that. The reason why the altercation happened, why it became physical, is because Rondo spit on Chris Paul. Now, I did recover some video that I do have posted on my Instagram page, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. You can check that out. Where you can see that Rondo does spit. Now, people are trying to say that him spitting on Chris Paul was not intentional. But there's two questions that I have to go along with that. One, why the hell is Rondo spitting indoors in the gym? Now, I know this is NBA and they have ball boys and people that run out and clean up the floor every time it gets wet. But still, that is like nasty and rude and just nasty to number one, spit in a building on the floor where you're playing. People are falling and rolling around on this floor. So one, why would he spit? With somebody that close well, uh, in a building. And two, why would he be spitting with people that close to him? The only reason I can see where you spit indoors and with people that close to you is to be, at the minimal, disrespectful. Maybe he didn't intend to spit on Chris Paul, but just the fact that he's spitting that, standing that close to Chris Paul is disrespectful. And, of course, there's only one thing that's going to happen if a grown man spits in another grown man's face, he's going to put hands on you. Now, y'all may agree, y'all may disagree. Now, I'm not advocating violence, but I would have 100% respected it and understood if uh, Chris Paul had a, had a swung on Rondo at the moment when that spit touched him. If Chris Paul had decided to put hands on him, I think everybody in the world would have kind of been understanding not saying he should have did it but we would have understood it because as calm and cool and collected as i am as i as i like to pride myself in being if a grown man spits in my face we gonna go at it we we're gonna roll baby but chris paul put hands on him but not in the way that i think i would have reacted to it he gives him the finger shove in the face and of course when a grown man sticks his finger and touches another grown man in the face nine times out of ten there is only one thing that is going to happen he's going to put hands on you and that's exactly what rondo did rondo hit him with a nice little two-piece after the altercation, you could see your boy Paul. I was kind of 
closed up. I don't know if he was just uh, holding it closed itself or if it swole up. But that eye was closed. And uh, Ingram ran in swinging. Now, that is, I say too much, a little bit too much. Because, okay, we I can understand these two men getting into a physical confrontation for the reasons that they did. If he spit on me, I put my hands on him. He put his hands on me. But as a third party to come in and start swinging, that's just, you know, too much. And then people were saying, and people were asking, well, why was LeBron not with his teammates? And why was he over there with Chris Paul when all this was going down? And that's simple because Chris Paul and LeBron are friends. They're friends in real life. They're friends outside of basketball. And someone said, you know, well, between those lines, meaning on the court, it's supposed to be all about the purple and gold, but at the end of the day, if you think about it, LeBron and his teammates are, at the end of the day, co-workers. Him and Chris Paul are friends. So while he wasn't, he didn't cross the line by going against his team. He didn't, you know, help Chris Paul fight Rondo. He grabbed his homeboy, pulled him off to the side. He calmed him down. I understand that, and I respect that 100%. Now, Let's move on, man. I spent my weekend playing Black Ops 4. Like I said before, I was kind of hesitant in buying it because it, there's no campaign. But they have like eight specialist um, classes that you can go through that little training thing. And then after the training, they have a skirmish you can go through. So it by no way is can be considered a campaign. And it by no way really makes up for not having a campaign but it's a good and, and it helps fill some time and helps you kind of get acclimated to playing a game when you don't want to just necessarily jump in or go full-blown multiplayer or zombies it's something to do so i respect it and i enjoyed it a lot more than i did than i thought i was i, I played zombies the first it took like two two and a half hours for my game to upload in the first place and once it got up the first thing that was available for me to play was, was it was zombies. No. Yeah, it was zombies. Zombie was the first mode that uh, I was able to play. And I got a good, I got up to like round 16, you know, playing with a squad. My first time ever really messing around with zombies. And it, it was fun. It was fun. Then I tried to black out. I made it down to the eighth position. But it was pretty boring because I didn't see anybody that whole time I was playing. And literally the first person I, did, I encountered killed me and I didn't even see him. You know, <laughs> I got killed from a blind side. I never even seen it coming. But that was all right. Then I jumped into uh, yesterday. Not yesterday. Was it yesterday? Did I play in the multiplayer? Yesterday. Mm -mm. I, just played I just played zombies mostly yesterday and then today i jumped into the multiplayer and i had fun it was double xp this weekend so you know i i i got up to around i think like rank like five or six or something like that in one day playing and i wasn't really 
like playing all day. I play like three, four matches, but that double XP sure helped out a whole lot. You know what I mean? But either way, man, this is a decent game. It's worth it. I was kind of, you know, worried about it. The fact that as much as games cost this day, you don't even give me a campaign. Like, so what am I supposed to do when I don't want to play multiplayer? But the multiplayer, it's, and then there's so many different modes, multiplayer. And, you know, you can customize the modes and, and the blackout and then the time. It, it'll keep you occupied for a while, especially if it's not the only game that you play. But y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for that morning discipline. That's what I'm going to give to you. Oh, man. I saw the other day, yesterday, a friend of mine post. Uh, let me see if I can find it because I don't really want to. I don't really want to, you know, paraphrase it. I want to give it to you. A hundred. My friend post. Sometimes you want to give up because life throws you curveballs, but you got to stay focused. Because the home run coming. And I told him. Sometimes you got to focus on just getting the base hit. Yeah. Sometimes we get too overwhelmed with trying to hit a home run. Trying to knock it out the park first round, first pitch. We want everything that we do. We want all our endeavors to just be 100% fruitful the first time, the first go-round, the first time we put uh, any amount of effort into doing it. We want it just to be 100% successful. And that's not how it really goes, man. You should put more emphasis on getting those base hits. You know what I mean? Getting on getting the man on first, getting on first, getting the second, getting the third, trying to get home. If you focus on just making contact and getting it out there so you can get on base, eventually you're going to get that rhythm. You're going to get that that feel. You're going to find that sweet spot, and you're going to hear that. Everybody knows that sound. Listen, I don't care if you never watched baseball a day in your life but you've watched baseball movies. If you just base your idea of baseball strictly on baseball movies, we all know that sound that the bat and ball makes when you hit that sweet spot and it's going out of the park. It's a undeniable that there is a it is a it's a distinct sound when you hit that ball with the right part of that bat to knock it out the park. And yes, your home run is going to come, more likely than not. But you might strike out a few times. You may not get a hit the whole game. You may foul out. You may get hit with a pitcher to And then if you're out there and you're really swinging for the fences and you're racking in the home runs, somebody might come along and decide to walk you. Yeah, they'll decide to walk you and just put you on base. And let's say, hey, 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 let's see what he can do from base. We know he can hit a home run, but let's so let's put him on the base and see what he can do from there. But the point is what we're trying to make is, look, don't get discouraged when the home runs don't come as fast or as often 
as you would like them to or that you expect them to. It's all about the patience, people. You got to focus on making contact first. If you focus on making contact and you you get out there and the better and better you get at making contact, even if you're hitting foul balls, the better you get at making uh, getting that bat to the ball, period, the more chance you get of hitting a home run. Because even if you're fouling out, you start to get, like I said, you start to get that feel. And you'll know where to place that bat to get that ball on the ground in by in play. Then you'll get the feel of where to get that ball on the bat to get that play, get that ball in play in the outfield. And then eventually, as you keep on swinging like that, you're going to go ahead and hit that whole grand slam. Boom, it's out of the park. Now get your coffee. Get yourself together and get ready to get out there and have an amazing day. And get out there and get shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated either way. You made a difference. Now go out there and have an amazing day. And thoughts to myself is out of here. Peace.